Tigers got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Tournament predictions and conversation on all the storylines across the PGA Tour. This is On the Green, WFUV's exclusive golf podcast. Welcome into another edition of On the Green. We are approaching March. The PGA Tour really starting to heat up. Sam Davis here with Mike Calamari. The Arnold Palmer Invitational is set for this weekend. Live Golf had their first tournament of the year this past weekend. The Honda Classic as well was last weekend. Um, so a lot of exciting times here in golf. We're going to get into that Live Golf tournament for a minute. We'll talk about the Honda Classic for a minute because it was a playoff, a very close finish there. Uh, Chris Kirk winning that one um, in a weaker field, but still a good win for him. And then, of course, we'll get into into all that Bay Hill offers and all the excitement surrounding the Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up this weekend. But, Mike, first of all, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, I'm really excited to be back on the green. Uh, it's kind of funny to say, like, instead of on, on the green, you yeah. just can go yeah. on the green. But, I mean, we were here on Saturday. Obviously, you know, weren't talking golf. We were talking Fordham basketball. But it's exciting. We're back in these chairs. And now we get to talk about some pretty interesting golf. I know you mentioned Honda Classic. Great finish. The pool wasn't that great going in, but, you know, people kind of gearing up for this Florida swing where now you're going to, you know, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, soon you're going to have 17. So kind of exciting time, and I mean, I'm looking forward to next weekend. Yeah, it should be a great weekend of golf and really one where, you know, there's been a couple, you know, we talked about it and you mentioned it before the show. There's There's been a couple very good tournaments um, already this year on the PGA Tour, whether it be the Genesis, obviously, um, you know, a great tournament hosted by Tiger and have him playing in it was really an awesome experience. The Phoenix Open is always really exciting as well. But this Arnold Palmer uh, Invitational here is really a sign of things really starting to heat up towards the Masters, towards the first major of the year, towards, you know, really being deep into that golf season, which, you know, obviously we are super excited for. But I want to get into to the live tournament um, that was this weekend. It was uh, Charles Howell winning. Um, his team, the Crushers Golf Club, also won. I mean, in um, what in what light are we even talking about? Like, is it like do we care? No, no, no. That's the thing. Is like analyzing I, how we thought it went. Yeah, no. That's the thing. Is that's why I kind of bring those two up because, like, first of all, I mean, who cares really? I, I don't. I don't think anybody really. I don't even think they care that much. I guess they make they make good money from it if you win, but if you don't, I don't think they really care. Obviously, there's no and cuts. I guess what I mean, we talk about this every week, but, but like, the reason, well, the reason I bring it up is because it's the first tournament of the year. And it's the first tournament they've ever had on television. So it's kind of a new, you know, to me, it seems very similar to last year. It looks very similar. I would say the production quality is better because it's not on YouTube and it's on t- television. So I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, haven't, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch a single so hole I watched, of this tournament. So I watched some highlights um, 
I didn't watch any of it live. I watched some highlights because, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't. I was going to probably throw it on on Friday, but I really just didn't um, didn't quite have the, you know, time or whatever it may be. But, um, you know, I, I think, honestly, I, I, I do believe that the quality was very, very similar, um, maybe slightly better in terms of production value, but the crowds were, were decent. Um, some of the uniforms looked good. Others, like we talked about last week with Andrew, like others, there, there were no uniforms. So it was kind of like a, that was somewhat of a bad look because some guys had all those, uni- had their uniforms and then other teams didn't. Um, and to be honest, you know, with the XFL on yesterday, Mike, it, it, it kind of gave me similar vibes to, to that in terms of... I, I, I guess just the XFL, kind of the, the whole branding around it with The Rock, you know, buying the ownership. Obviously, the... the I, I don't mean, like, the background. Obviously, the background of the But just the fact it's a lower league. It's like a lower league. Yeah, it's like a lower league. Like it's a knockoff guys, league. The guys that were playing in this tournament... Are, are lower level than, than most of the guys on the PGA Tour, at least. Obviously, there's some exceptions. There's some bigger names. Like Cam Smith is obviously a big game, big name, a guy who can, you know, roll out of bed tomorrow and win a major. And, I mean, you throw DJ um, in that group as well. But there's a lot of guys in here that just, you know, really aren't any sort of exciting names. And the PGA Tour still has those guys that are top in the world. And, and to you, me, as long as they have those, and if they're playing golf, I'm always going to pick them over anything that Liv and, has. To and offer. you know what? I think a big part about the PGA Tour is no one knows these events. You know, yeah. a lot with the PGA Tour is the history behind each of these events. And, you know, Arnold Palmer has its own history. And, you know, obviously TPC Sawgrass has its own history, the players. So, you know, each of these tournaments, even if they're not majors, kind of have their own their own thing to them and that make them interesting obviously waste management with that you know that great hole 16 so there's a lot of different of these pga tour events that are special and live doesn't have any of that now i was really interested sam how did this do in a ratings aspect i'm not sure if you looked into this but it drew 0.2 percent of all households so 0.2 overnight rating for live um on the cw so that's only 0.2 percent of um, the measured households watch the golf project. So I wonder what the that's Honda the final Classic day. was. No, it's really interesting, and that's you know what I'll look it up right after this. I'm I'm using this site called FanSided, and it also has this tweet in here. It says, for context, another CW program, world's funniest animals outdrew Live Golf. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I didn't expect the ratings to be good at all. I I really didn't. I'm not shocked that they aren't. Um, because overall, like like I said, the the quality of golf and, and and the quality of, you know, who cares about these teams? Most of these guys, like that's the thing is I think most of these guys don't really seem like they care about winning these tournaments. So why would I care about watching them win? Um, and you know that's that's part of it. And I think they're using a good strategy of playing on these weeks when the PGA Tour basically has off weeks, um, which is what it was this week. And I guess that's a good way to transition. But I, you to, know what that shows you they don't think they can compete. They don't feel like they can really compete with a big time tournament. I don't think they can. And they can. With a big, big yeah, and I don't think they right can. And especially with the stage of golf right now in the, in the PGA Tour with all these guys fighting for that number one spot and um, in the world and what we've seen from some of the top golfers. But the Honda Classic did not feature those golfers. It was still, um, you know, a very, very exciting finish. It was a playoff. Um, Chris Kirk won in the playoff uh, by one stroke over Eric Cole. He went in the water. Um, on the last hole, and then being up one, Cole can't get the up and down for birdie. I Cole believe. can't birdie, which would have actually won it for him. So um, it goes into the playoff. So it goes into the playoff because uh, Cole was able to par, um, and Kirk dropped a stroke on that. 
Um, and it goes in the playoff. They play 18 again, which I think is pretty, uh, you know, funny considering that Kirk just went in the water on 18. So he had to go straight back, play that hole again. And you give him credit. He uh, he hung around and he was able to uh, do what he had to do. He, he almost uh, very close to an eagle. He birdied. Um, Eric Cole had a really good look at birdie. Just you know, uh, lipped out of the out of the cup. Um, couldn't get it to go, and and that was that. And Chris Kirk um, winning in the playoffs, um, winning by one stroke, a nice win for him on the Honda Classic, and and an exciting finish to what was a you know a pretty weaker field. But and I think he's good for golf. To he, have a his like name's that. been brought up a lot. I mean, he yeah. is kind of a, been a sleeper pick in the past. You kind of look at the other finishes, Seb Straka. We've seen his name before. Um, also Shane Lowry, you know, pretty established golfer there. Both of them with top five finishes. Uh, so there were some, you know, it was a lighter field, you know, Zach Johnson finishing in 12th. Uh, there are some recognizable names, but it's a great opportunity for people who aren't established on the tour to earn some FedEx points. And also, um, I know Kirk earned 500 for finishing in first for the tournament. And um, he, also, he also gets a pretty pretty big pay cut Yeah. at the end of the day. I think it's 3.6, I believe, that he was earned. Or it says right here the money was 1.5, but yeah, I saw well, somewhere else. That no, I don't think it would be. It wouldn't be Kirk that won for, three for, million six hundred thousand winner share of the eight point four million dollar purse. Oh, that's so a lot of money. Yeah, maybe no, there's like a, an extra bonus for winning out of the, just the divia. But like, I mean, even these guys that you know they finish top thirty, they're earning forty six thousand dollars for playing the tournament. Um, like an Aaron Wise, I see here. So some recognizable names and. I mean, it's a good opportunity for these guys that, you know, kind of get some reps leading up to these bigger tournaments that are kind of lower down on the PGA Tour rankings. Yeah, and Chris Chris Kirk has had now, you know, a pretty good couple of weeks between um, he was third at the American Express. He did get cut from the Phoenix Open, but now winning the Honda Classic, being third there, um, also third at the, the Sony Open in Hawaii earlier this year as well. So he's had a very good start to, um, if you throw away the Phoenix Open, he's had a very good start to the PGA Tour season for him. Um, which is a good moment for him. But I want to get into uh, Bay Hill. We'll give our picks, uh, our sleeper and our fade at the end. Um, but talking about this course, which is always an, an, an interesting course, a course that has presented a lot of problems to professional golfers in the past. I mean, Scotty Scheffler won the tournament last year. He shot just five under, uh, which is a very low score for, for pro golfers over four days. It's a challenging course. There's nothing, nothing, uh, it certainly the, is. The year before was DeChambeau, I believe, right? No, it was, uh, it was Tyrrell Hatton. That's the only reason I, I know is because I did look it up beforehand. But, and the year um, before that was well, DeChambeau? No, so DeChambeau is, is known for um, simply the fact that he went over the water um, trying to, you know, you know, it's, I believe I know it's, the, uh, I know the whole, it's he, a fifth hole. Um, that's what it is. I, I no, Which sorry, didn't really help hole. him that much, I remember, because I think he like his approach shot like yeah, went to the sand. It's the six hole. It was par, it's par five, and it's curved, um, you know, to the right, and, and it's basically like a big C, um, backwards. No, C. no, no. Deschambeau won in twenty twenty one. Oh, Terrell Hatton won the year before. Oh, okay, twenty twenty. Got it. Got it. You're right. My bad. Okay. No, no, because DeChambeau had eleven under that year. Yeah, yeah. Played, so, that was when he was really on a, that kind of hot streak. Yes, yeah. And, and then Terrell Hatton was was four under. So two of the last three years, you know, other than DeChambeau, it's been a very low scoring affair. Yeah, I mean, Scheffler won five unders, been... and and all three for the past three years. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna check past that, but the margin of victory has been one stroke for the past three years. So you're yeah. in for great golf. Um, I mean, if you go past um Hatton in 2020, the 
I mean, it, it gets double digit. Yeah. Double digit. So it's like 13 under, 13 under. That was Tiger in 2012 and 2013. And then it, it, 13, 19, 17, 11, 18. That goes up until Rory, who won 18 under in 2018. And then Molinari, 12 under in 2019. Since then, it's been much lower scores. Yeah. It's been lower scoring as of late for sure, and 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 that's obviously. I enjoy. Um, I honestly enjoy when it. In I don't settling. mind it. I don't. I don't mind. You know. I think consistent. Consistently, it would be a problem if, if if guys just aren't scoring. But I think once in a while to have a a, a tournament like this where these guys are really challenged by the golf course and by the weather conditions as well is something that's always really interesting to see who can kind of, you know grind themselves out of it the most and weather is a is a big deal with a course like this so as I, well. I got some stuff some stats for you 44 or 44 of the top 50 in the official world golf ranking are going to be playing in the Arnold Palmer Invitational this is from the pjtour.com I mean think about that that's world golf ranking so that's counting in these live guys Ed bodes great for the PGA Tour yep. and then um, it includes top 30 on the FedEx Cup rankings and all 13 tour winners are going to be teeing off. This is all from um, PGATour.com. Yeah, and especially after having like an off week last week, you're going to see all the big names out. They're certainly all going to be out. Um, but, you know, it was uh, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how the weather plays a factor, how the wind plays a factor. The water always, um, you know, plays an emphasis on the course as well. We talked about the sixth hole. Um Players kind of determining the risk of that one, which is always exciting. Seeing how much they want to really cut the line and uh, and and go towards the water and play a little risky. Um, there's a lot of laying up on this course. There's a lot of you know kind of playing for that approach shot um, due to you know the water and due to some tough uh, fairway bunkers, um, which will be interesting as well. And I looked up you know in terms of uh, breaking down the course a little bit more. It's just. The par threes are actually statistically the hardest holes on the golf course, especially to birdie. Um, you can make par at a lot of these holes, but birdieing them is very, very difficult. The greens are are fast. The greens are tough. Um, the greens at, at Bay Hill are some of the some of the uh, toughest on the tour. Um, the par fives are the easiest um, in, in in contrast to those par threes. So. You know, putting I think is really going to be important uh, in a tournament like this. Whoever wins Bay Hill uh, obviously always um, comes out of it putting really well and, and and working the greens really well. That's something that's uh, that challenges a lot of golfers coming. Yeah, in. and I think you know iron play obviously as well. Yeah, I think we saw that with you know Scheffler and Haddon when they won you know five under and four under. They were playing great with their irons, and when you kind of you know, think about it. I think the driver is going to be less important. Yeah. For a course like this, and it's, it's going to be, it's you know, be iron putting. Obviously, everything's important. You know, you got to do it all well to win. But if you're looking at what could be the difference maker, playing yeah. good to great, yeah, you're right. It, it's and, it's and definitely it, more so approach and 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 putting. It's interesting. I, I'm looking like I would love to take a guy like Morikawa, but you know, hasn't this is this would be his first start at Bay Hill since 2020. Um, but he finished ninth that year, so I'm I'm thinking about him maybe as a pick. I haven't kind of settled my pick. I know my fade, and I kind of have a feeling for my sleeper. But um, you have to count. You know, you want to be good on the greens, but you know some of these guys that are great with the irons aren't always great on the greens. So it's kind of find that balance. I mean, I think it's going to be easy, you know, for us two to fall back on you know Rom or Scheffler. Yeah. Uh, especially how great Rom's been and 
considering Scheffler's the defending champ. Well, I picked I picked Scheffler last um, last tournament before the Genesis, so I'm not gonna I'm I'm, I'm I'll, I will spoil that I will not be picking Scheffler again. Want to try and switch things up? Okay. Scotty, like you mentioned, did win last year. Um, this is really where he started really hitting that stride, um, heading towards the Masters. He also was top twenty the year before. Um, you know, even like I mentioned, I picked him in the Genesis. He was still eight under in that tournament. He was still top fifteen. He was twelfth. Um, so the fact that, you know, despite the fact that he's not really, wasn't really in contention ever to win that tournament, he was still, you know, top 20, which I think shows how, how talented he is and how good he is as a golfer. Um, he's a name to watch out for. Will Zalatoris, another guy to watch out for. He's had back-to-back top 20s, um, at Bay Hill. He comes off a fourth at the Genesis, so he's starting to really play well right now. Concern for him, as always, we've talked about it before in the past on this podcast, is putting. Um, how how will he be around the greens? That's something to look out for 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 Zalatoris. Um, you mentioned Rory, uh, a guy who's won this tournament in 2018. I've seen Rory as you know some people are picking him to be this is kind of a, yeah. considering he has a win here. He loves this course too. He's he's actually never finished outside the top 30 in in eight career appearances here, so he loves That's this a great course. Stat. Um, and and he and he really uh, just I guess just has the confidence to play here that. I think that's part of his kind of vibe is like when these courses are, are, are extra challenging and extra kind of demanding of a golfer, that's where he loves and, and really gets an excitement over having to take that extra step up. I got something for you. Um, I'm not sure if you saw this news actually, but this is like kind of recent, but supposedly Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy starting their own golf league. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that for a yes, little bit, but it's a like a point. Monday night league that's going to kind of – it's gonna kind of have a little. So it's like an in. So it's a simulator. It's this golf simulator league. Okay. So there's gonna be fans. It's indoors. Um, it'll take place Monday nights, like you mentioned. Um, the players are gonna be mic'd up. It's gonna be, I think, a. Good, I saw the mic'd up part. I think it's gonna be a good way for some of these guys on the PGA Tour to showcase their personality a little bit more than they, you know, maybe can on the tour in regular events. Um. I think that's and I, and I part think of before, what goes into it. I'm, I don't want to say before full swing, but even before live, how easy was it to get to know these golfers? I think sometimes yeah. you know the you know the tour struggled kind of to promote their big time talent. Something baseball really struggles with. Yeah. Um, and I think this could be a good opportunity for them to do that. Think about what the Capital One, the matches have done for the top players. Even Liv, great, Rory's yeah. become so much more outspoken. He's a bigger name now than even when he was, you know, dominating on the tour and start his career. Uh, so I, th- I think this could kind of help grow that. And when you have a name like Tiger Woods, people are going to tune in. Yeah, exactly. When it, when it's headed up by him, and also, I think you know we we've talked about Liv and and how it can be uh, bad for the game, but. One thing that makes it, I think, good for the game is the fact that it grow, helps the PGA Tour, pushes the PGA Tour along to grow. It forces them to make adjustments for themselves and be more appealing to there's maybe a, younger audiences seri- or whatever. There's a serious argument to make that Liv has done just as much good to the PGA Tour as much as it's threatened it. It's tough. Like we, we can't. The, it's hard to say that now, you know, because we don't know who else will go the over there. Look at players they've lost. Dustin Johnson. But we don't know who else will go over there. You think there's more coming? I don't know. I feel I like mean, it's kind of. I feel like the storm has hit, and they, I don't want to say it came and went, but it the the juice has kind of came out of live. And, and here's another thing too. I I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Is like these internet some international players are the ones that I think are more likely to go over there because you know first of all, um, 
the PGA Tour for them just doesn't necessarily mean as much as it might to a guy, a kid that grows up in America and, and watches the tour when they're young. And, you know, so I think and then you got to think about it, too. The younger gen- the, the, the generation coming up right now, the younger guys that are coming up and trying to break it and make it in golf, some of them might go straight to live. And you don't know what they could have been on the PGA Tour. So I think Liv will continue getting guys. I understand so, your point. This that is I think the thing, might have I, I said my point, but, I mean, all hell might break loose if, you know, you know, come Masters time, we have a Liv winner. You know, if Dustin Johnson yeah. wins or if, you know, we have, you know, you know, the Open or whatever it might be. Like, that's when I mean, it could get Cam, interesting. Between Cam Smith and DJ, one of those two have a, and any major, have a very good chance of winning. I mean, they're very good golfers. Yes, and you could even. I mean, outside of that, I would say mostly no. Um, there's really not another guy in there that you know I, I feel like could do that. But you know, anyway, um, that's an exciting thing for golf that I think will. will Listen, I'm gonna enjoy. Why I will the majors this year might be the most fun. They're gonna. They have been in a while. They've been amazing, you know, yeah. to watch. But think about it. Like, there's a whole new rivalry aspect that we haven't really had. And yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to kind of see, like, oh, how are the how are the live guys doing? How are the PGA Tour guys doing? You know, who knows? Maybe we have a Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler final pairing, or yeah. you know, McIlroy in a final pairing with you know someone like DeChambeau. Now, will that happen? Maybe not. But to think about that possibility, it could add a little bit of a. Little bit of a, a rivalry to the to the matches. It does, and I think also, you know, most importantly, I will say is that guys in the PGA Tour right now, there's no pure number one, and there's a sh- revolving door of guys up there. And obviously, Rom has been. I feel like Rom and Scheffler have it on lock. I'd be surprised if someone else. I think, pre- maybe I mean, McElroy. Rory. Yeah. Okay, so you can't count on Rory. Our, there's three. Maybe, that's 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 impressive. Right, the fact the qu- that there's three guys at the top fighting for one spot. Normally, there's. You know, not normally, but in the past, there's been one guy and then everyone else, and it's real. It's not that this year. So it's here's really my question for you: Will there be someone not named Roy McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm that's a number one this year? Uh, I would have to look at the standings. I, I don't think so. Like, is there JT Spieth? Um, like, uh, in talking world golf rankings, like a Zalatoris, if he kind of gets hot at some point. I'm trying. I'm just throwing out names right so now. So right now, I'll tell you who's like right behind who's four? him. It's Patrick Cantlay, which is. A little surprising, but I know he's had he's had a good year. So three's McElroy. Yeah, Cameron Smith is fifth. Should be crazy. Like I I I think Cameron Smith. I I would loop him in there, but he's not even he's not no, going to play on tour. No, yeah, he can't. He won't be able to compete. Level of not, play though. When, I not, mean, Cameron Smith can play with. I mean, there's a case. I mean, to there's Zalatoris, Shoffle, and, and 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 Homa and JT and Morikawa are all. There's a there's a case. Those, to make that's it. six between that's six through ten. Where's, so. where's DJ? Uh, DJ's down. He's much, There's a case to make Cameron down. Smith on the, if on the PGA Tour would really put up some. I mean, he'd be winning just as much as probably Rahm and Scheffler. Yeah, I can't find. I DJ. mean, there's no one with a better putter in the world than Cameron Smith. Yeah, DJ is fifty uh, fourth. So wow, I mean, like, think about where he was, you know, during that Masters where he, you know, I shot what twenty under. Yeah, I, say. I, I mean, mean, things are it's different, obviously different different time in in his career. But anyway. Um, Should we make some picks? Yeah, I want to get I want to get to our picks here. Obviously, the guy we didn't mention when I was going through a couple of those is John Rahm, but we just talked about him, number one in the world. Um, really can win any event he's playing, and an and easy pick for anyone. But let's do. What do you want to do? Fade or sleeper first? Let's do fade first because I have my fade. Okay. Um, I mean, I like the fade's always tough. Like this guy could turn around and be great. What's your, what's your fade? I've got Justin Thomas. 
just because he hasn't played here since 2015. Does that really matter? Probably not. Um, I know he was great at Phoenix, you know, top five finish there. Um, he was top 20 at Genesis, you know, 20th. Um, he's been playing really good golf, but sometimes you just have to, I don't know, you take a shot. So are you picking, so JT's not going to miss the cut, or, or is that what you're picking? Like, I don't think he's going to miss the cut, but, but it's a fade, it's he's, a bold he's, pick. he's a guy at the top, and he's going to not have a good tournament. He's well, not he, I think, well, yes. So I think he'll be outside of what, the top 20, top top 30? Is that what you're saying? I would say, I would say to be a fade, it's so the be fade like, we used to say had to miss the cut. Like yeah, it was a bold pick. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't mind it. I, I like the court. The course so history let's, let's is talk important. About now, not last week, but the week before, I did a really good job. I almost had Morikawa who didn't win, but I want to say I faded Spieth who missed the cut. I think he did. Did he miss the cut though? At what? At at Phoenix? It, I know. Yeah, we didn't. It was uh, no Genesis. He got cut. He did. He did. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. So maybe JT will get cut. And then, uh, I, uh, yeah. So we'll see. I'm gonna let, listen. It's not a great. I don't feel very confident in it. But like, I just saw he hadn't played since 2015. Um, not that that even matters no, that much. But I mean, it does. It does. Course history. I mean, in the past, at a course have, like Bay Hill, I think it does matter. People who play honest. this course a lot usually yeah. perform really well. So yeah. I'll go with that anyway. So my fate is gonna be Luke List. Um, he's a guy who I think would would get will get cut. Um, so I'm, I'm picking him to get cut, essentially. Um, he has multiple. Actually, he does have multiple finishes at Bay, at, uh, top ten finishes at Bay at Bay Hill. Um, but those are coming in the last five years. In the last two years, um, he missed the cut last se- last year, and he finished 63rd the year before at Bay Hill. He's missed four cuts this season as well. He's really not playing his best golf of the year. He's been pretty inconsistent on the season. So Luke List is going to be my guy that I'm going to fade. Um, sleeper, I'll start this time. Okay, good. Um, Sung Im is going to be my sleeper. Um, he finished, uh, actually third third place, he finished uh, at the Arnold Palmer twice in his first two seasons on the on tour. So his first two years right out of the gates as a professional PGA Tour golfer, he was third um, in the Arnold Palmer, uh, which I think is very, very impressive. He actually has uh, the most strokes gained over the last five years at Bay Hill, along with a couple other golfers, and Rory's one of those golfers. Okay. Um, so he's had a lot of success at the course. Um, the reason I was a little shaky picking him is that, as of late, he hasn't really been playing great golf. Um, he did not play that well at the Genesis or at the Honda, um, and he's played now three weeks in a row, so this will be his fourth straight tournament. But um, the success on the course for him is there. Um, he's a proven player on the tour, and he's a guy I could see inside the top twenty. All right, I was so I had I had a sleeper, and then now I'm kind of a little bit going away from it right now, um, just because I, I I'm I'm thinking about the course Bay Hill. And um, who is your sleeper? There, it was Cameron done? Young. I think it's like I always liked, but he's great with the driver. Um, he just hasn't played he, great golf. He, you this know, year, he, he looked good at the Genesis, but he hasn't. What played. was he at Genesis? Um, I know he's top twenty. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, that's right. He was good. twenty. He was five yeah. under, so yeah. he's just like tied with JT. Yeah, and so that, that's yeah, that's that's a good. Um, thing, yeah. But I'm gonna go Shane Lowry. I'm not sure if this is what even if he's enough of a sleeper, but he's coming off top five at Honda, fourteenth um, at Genesis. I got cut at Phoenix. I want to know where he like his odds are. Yeah, I think so. The odds um, we're recording this on Monday morning. The odds will come out I think later today. Okay, let um, me let me just uh, like confirm. He's I mean, 
I wouldn't see a reason why he wouldn't be in the no, field. I'm sure he'll be. He in is the in the field. So yeah. he's going to be my sleeper. I yeah. mean, he's been playing good golf. I love the, I love these veteran guys at a course like this. Yeah. I could totally see him being top 20. Um, do I think he can win it? You know, who knows? But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run with him. All right, so let's do our picks. Um, Mike, do you have a pick? Do you want me to go first? Let I'm like you, between three. Let uh, you decide between a couple guys. I can go first. I have my. You pick know what? Me. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a pick. Okay. I'm gonna run it back. I picked Morikawa last week. Didn't get it. I'll pick him this week. Um, kind of had a tough ending. Um, at Genesis. So and when I say last week, I mean last time I was on for yeah. picks. Um, last time we did. But picks, he started off great. Is... He started off great at Genesis. Kind of fell off at the end. Um, but uh, listen, he's great with the irons. Um, you know. When it's been a low-scoring event, when it was, um, you know, Scheffler who won, and uh, you know, even you know back in you know in twenty twenty when Haddon won, um, it came down to you know great iron play. So if Morikawa can capture that, I think he can win the event. My only concern with Morikawa is is on the greens. I think if it's he, always on the. If it's he, always going to be on the greens if, with him. It's always on. It always is on the greens. But, it always no, comes back to. But um, no, but if he does, if he does putt well, he could definitely win. Um, really any tournament he's in, but especially uh, Arnold Palmer this week. Um, my pick is going to be Max Homa. Um, I, I think he's playing some. Re- he's playing great, some likeable, really, really great really golf right guy. now. Really yeah, obviously. Um, but that's not why I picked him. He's playing great golf right now, and he's and he's actually getting. You know, I can tell. Um, I, I can. I guess watching from afar, you can kind of tell that he's getting a lot more confident on the course. You know, he's getting more confident in his career because um, he's really starting to pick up stride this year. He's had a great start to the season. Um, he's already won this year. He was very, very close to winning at the Genesis. He was right there with Rom. Um, even, you know, got a couple of bad ba- bounces that didn't go his way down the stretch. But also, when you're facing a guy like Rom, you know. You can do everything you can and still lose with the way that he was playing at the Genesis. But um, it seems like we're both trying to be bold here because I mean, like you can fall back. A I little feel like bit. Scheffler is like the obvious pick. Yeah, because he didn't win last week, and, more, and, I'm, and I'm he won last year. Yeah, that's kind of what what I was thinking too. And Homa is another guy who plays this course really I well. I feel like with the picks, like yes, I, it's Rom and Scheffler, but like maybe we could give a guy each week that's you know maybe I guess that's what sleeper is. But I'm not going to say Morikawa is a sleeper. You know. No. No, there's nothing wrong with picking guys. I mean, listen, like, it's golf. Like, Scheffler and Rom aren't going to win every single week. Other guys are going to win. I, I know I know, Rom is having an unbelievable year, but other guys are going to win other tournaments. You're right. So why not be Max Homa? Why and not be Rory Colin Morikawa? Rory kind of left in the dust. We're saying, we're saying you know, two people's well, names. Yeah, no, Rory, Mac, Rory I mean, deserves to ha- you know have a ton of credit for all the success he's had on this golf course. I think if Andrew was here, one of us probably would have picked Rory. Maybe he would have picked Rory. Yeah. Um, but... He could have gone Rom again. Yeah, not. I don't. I don't know if he would have, but um, we could always ask when him did first. Come out. Um, I don't know. I think uh, normally they're Wednesday. Yeah, normally I think uh, probably before that. I would say by Tuesday. Probably so one maybe, last but. thing before we wrap up because I know um, they'll probably head out soon. But uh, no Tiger. Which no we, Tiger. I guess we were we were talking about. Maybe yeah, we. Play, yeah, but, we weren't expecting him. I was uh, not expecting. No surprise. I mean, like he's. I mean, he's amazing at this course. I mean, one in twelve, in twenty twelve, and one in twenty thirteen. I mean, yeah, not too far, uh, not too long ago. But um, no Tiger. So, I guess we will keep on watching. Maybe he makes his return at TPC. But I think I think he has a good chance of. Uh, so it's TPC the week after next. No, it's. Uh, oh, you mean like. Like the what do you mean by the week after next? It's like it's not. No, it's not this weekend. It's the week after. No, it's not next week, and it's not. It's right, not, let's look I think this. it's the weekend after that, so it's a couple weeks from now. 
Um, it's the nine. Oh no, we actually might be next week. I think it, it usually is right after yeah, Arnold. Back to I back. Say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the players. You're on, all right. Wow. So listen, I, I let that's something we can. I think he's. I think he's going to play. And the and the yeah. reigning champion at the players was Cameron Smith. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see. Well, he won't be there. There won't be a back to back champion. Yeah. But I know we're um, getting ahead of ourselves. We'll get to that next yeah, week. The, Monday record next week. Yeah. Let's yeah. No, stick players, to Monday nine a.m. The players will be great. Um, and hopefully, and- I'm sure Andrew will be back with us. So we'll have all three of us. We should have all three of us on for that episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, it players plays like, other yeah. than the majors. You know, that's that's plays the like a big one. one. On the it's going to be a bummer. Tour, we can't so. really talk about the groupings, but. I know Tuesday and Wednesday are kind of busy, you know, so. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I'm sure there will be some really great groups. And uh, but those are our picks. Uh, that's our thoughts on, on the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Like we talked about, we'll be back next week talking about the Arnold Palmer, breaking down, breaking it all down. And, of course, as well, uh, we'll be previewing uh, the players, which should be a very, very exciting tournament, hopefully one where we could maybe see Tiger Woods. So we'll see what happens going forward. But, uh, the PGA Tour and golf is is really heating up. And for Sam Davis and Mike Calamari, this has been On the Green, a production of WFUV Sports.